Time once again for your two favourite hosts of a podcast called Let Me Tell You Something to discuss the world of professional wrestling and more specifically the matches in wrestling history that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has rated five stars or higher. I'm your co-host Lorcan Mullen and with me as always is my co-host Simon Cross. And Simon, to quote you from the two from yesterday, as I sent you this message, quick heads up. Joshi vid is 73 minutes. Your response was, fuck's sake. <laughs> so. Oh, you have put me on the back foot. From. And then there was a whole load of stuff about men's rights or all rights. But then we had to get back into. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> that was one of the things you said, yes. Um... <laughs> That's a different chat entirely. <laughs> But, so, yes, we're back in the world of Joshi wrestling. Um, I don't know if that's a tautology. Um, but, yeah, we're back in the world of Joshi. We're back in all Japan women. We're back with Manami Toyota and another woman that we've seen before in a tag match, Kyoko Inoue. But they're facing each other in singles matches, in a singles match for the 3WA or the WWWA singles championship. Something that we've seen defended a few times on this, on this uh, series before. But not with these two in particular, as of Anime of Toyota, is the champion going in to defend it. So this one's 73 minutes the vid. The match itself is 60 of those 73 minutes. We're dealing with another time limit draw. I didn't love the previous one that we talked about, which was Misawa, Kawada, uh, Misawa Kabashi against Kawada Tawe. One of my complaints, which has been a frequent complaint of mine when you watch these matches that go along, is that you can see it in the pace that they wrestle. Yeah. Before I say anything about this match, I will say the pace of this match would not make you think it was going to be a one-hour match. Would you agree with that, Si? Uh, I would, um, possibly with the caveat of the sheer volume of of mat wrestling early doors could potentially be a giveaway. But even that... the But the pace that it's worked at. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm nitpicking slightly there, but... um, No, they, they, they work very hard. Yes. Bless them, these ladies. They do a lot of moves. Um, Multiple times. I think, I think they work too hard. Yeah, I think this had the same problems that I had with the Crush Girls match that we covered fairly early on that went 35 minutes, if you recall, it went 30 minutes and mm. another five, in that they just ended up repeating themselves. Oh, God, yes. Like, Manami Toyota hits her finisher, the Ocean Cyclone Suplex, twice, I think, in this match, or maybe three times. I have it down as three. There's mo- there's a moment in it where uh, Kyoko Inoue does a really good uh, triple jump uh, top rope elbow drop, where she does it in two, like three steps up very quick motion and falls back Genichiro Tenru style. She does yep. three of those in a row. Toyota kicks out. Immediately after that, Toyota hits her with three moonsaults off the top rope. In our way, Kenzo Kabashi must have been pissed when he saw yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we've always said that I think that the issue with Joshi matches is that they, I think they've always felt like they had to prove something and they have to do as much as possible because 
in the culture of Joshi, they didn't have very lengthy careers at this point. This is the start of it being different, but they're kind of cramming in 20 years worth of wrestling in, into six or something like that in the day. And in, um, some, and in some cases, I think there was three points in this match where I thought Toyota's probably shortened her career even further. There were at least three bumps where I'm like, it didn't look like it was supposed to. I'm fairly sure she landed on her neck and or head. <laughs> and I, 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 oh. But at the same time, she's able to do single leap jumps onto the top rope, balance yeah. herself on that. And that's like 45 minutes into the match or something. Oh, crazy no, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. She's an like, incredible in terms athlete. Of, in terms of that and in terms of like the balance, the, um, the dexterity required to do that, nothing wrong with that. One of the three... Uh, the one that sticks mostly in my mind is like that Hurricanrana that just turned into like a Spike Rana slash Sentoni thing. Yeah, um, that was something in the corner, wasn't it? That, it that was in the corner, right? And it just looked, it just looked horrible. Not even like good fighting style. That was a good shot. Horrible. It just looked nasty. Uh, I think Toyota wrestled beyond herself in this match, athletically trying to do the physical stuff. Um, with her opponent, she. Do you see what I mean? I mean, obviously, I, I mean, agree with that, that entirely stuff. because if you're able to, after 45 minutes of wrestling at that pace, do a jump onto the top rope and and land so gracefully, yeah. Se- you're, you're, se- physi- se- you're physically capable of doing anything. So I don't think you're extending yourself. No, no, what no you're no, not no. physically capable of doing. I I think those things are separate. I think do- executing the dives and executing moves where you have to move the opponent with you. Maybe it was exhaustion on the other person's part. Maybe it was just slippy ropes. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into one little thing, as I've been known to do throughout this series. Mm. However, I just think in terms of the physical strength side of things, Toyota was spent. Well, the story of the match is supposed to be that they're spent by the end of it. Yes. Yoko Inoue has to be stretched out when it's all said and done. they're spent... And I get that. That's fine. So how much of that is them but, just selling and convincing you with their selling? I don't think... I think it wasn't just selling. I think there how was... How do a, you know? You don't know that. I don't. I don't. So that's you but, yet again making assumptions of the fairer sex. What I, it is, is looking... I've pamphlets. <laughs> I've attended your Jordan Peterson lectures. Wow. <laughs> Um, what it is? I've is looking... heard why there is a wage gap, and frankly, <laughs> thinking of that big mouth quote now. Uh, my dad says when you can't in maternity leave, technically you get equal pay. <laughs> Your dad's a sexist pig. <laughs> Anywho, I just look at the incidents where it just didn't look like wrestling; it just looked like falling. And and I know that they they I know. I don't recall any moments in that where it didn't look like wrestling. Okay, maybe I've gone too far there. But they, they, the bumps weren't as safe as they could be. Yeah, but a lot and of the time through, they do that intentionally. Through, like in all Japan, they take intentionally dangerous versions of bumps. And you gave some of those matches five stars. Yes, it's like they know that they can do the bumps, but they feel to push themselves further. 
as is reflected by how highly touted these matches are, and we've always said our complicity in encouraging that level of risk unnecessarily. Yeah. But I just think um, those moments, it's their body. The body could not do what they wanted to do. Well, like I said, rather than they fell in a different way. I can't recall it. What bothered me more than anything was just that everything got kicked out. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I know. Everything got kicked out. And half the time, the referee looked like he was the one forcing them to kick out. Because his There's, counts were one weird. Yes. The pacing of those counts are weird. There's it goes one... like... Like that would be if he'd have slapped three. So it's like they're kicking out at the three, but the hand hasn't slapped the mat. He deadass stops at one point. Because he knows, that, well, he knows that there's meant to be a 60-minute time limit. Yeah. That's always the worst. I do agree with the WWE's policy of, of having the referees count it shoots. Yeah. And if they don't kick out, it's their fault, not your fault. Obviously, then we had the awkwardness of the finish to the Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch-Charlotte match. But it is what it is. Like, when you put someone less than two years in the business in a WrestleMania main event, that's the risk you run. Let's move away from that and go back to the match. But... My problem, that was my problem. The story, again, like with the previous one that went to the draw, it was like nothing was going to stop either of these women kicking out. And I don't like that, weirdly. I prefer it when the match goes long, but it still has a finish. Yeah. Weirdly. That's why I loved that more than anything, that six-man tag match that went like 55 minutes or 52 minutes or whatever it was that was brilliant and it worked as well because there were six people so each taking an equal amount of the punishment with this one yeah. the pace that they're going at the moves that they're hitting and it's not like and some of the other Joshi matches in the past like I said I've always liked you know I liked the I liked the psychology in the previous match that we covered Aja Kong against Manami Toyota which had that David Goliath element mm. to it and Aja Kong does soak up like 80% of the uh, offense in that match and then Manami Toyota gets her moments whereas in this one whilst the Naui is bigger there's nowhere near as much of a size differential and so there it's more back and forth back and forth so it's hard to find an emotional sympathy sympathy to one of them over the other one particularly like Kyoko Inoue is like weeping and like stressed and always doing yeah. those motions that this is for the belt that this is what it's all about always before the finish here like so, her so- like so if anyone's provoking, provoking sympathy out of the two of them more, it is in our way. And there's a good moment of just knowing, you just sort of know, uh, even though obviously I knew the time code of the match, much to my chagrin, before we started it, um, the moment she hit her spinning finisher, and I was just like, it's not. It's not. I know. I know. It's not gonna. Yeah, but that's. Fr- <laughs> yeah, but that's that's our fault in hindsight. And they're not doing it for that. They're doing that for that audience. Uh, yeah. And they don't know that that's not the finish. But weirdly, again, I think the problem is that we were spoiled by that early Crush Gals match where it was basically like a Beatles concert. The crowd fever pitch, the, the, the intensity. Whereas with this one, it's kind of a standard Japanese crowd. In fact, it doesn't really reach the sort of decibel levels that you've seen in these big all Japan mm. uh matches involving Masao Kawada, Kabashi, Tawe. They never seem... They, the crowd doesn't seem to be manipulated to rise and fall. They're at that same no. sort of level, but it's never... 
And this is, I believe this is Krakow and Hall, so this is the hardcore of the hardcore as far as Japanese wrestling fans go. But I, I get what you mean. They don't really seem to sew their narrative they to don't take seem, the they crowd don't along seem with to, them. Yeah, they don't seem to be part of the story. They don't seem no. to... No. But that, again, that, I don't know. I'd need to rewatch it, but it never felt like they were being built to a fever pitch because there was no fever pitch to build to. Yeah. And that's the thing as well. You, you use the psychology. It's interesting how the North American style of working to the clock is always that there's like a pinfall at the moment where they count one, two, and then the time well, expires. Yeah. Ric Flair holds onto the belt, but the other face keeps face, you know, or whatever it is. Or they're in the submission hold and they're able to hold out. Yeah. In, in Japanese ones, it seems much more just they're fighting and fighting and then just time runs out for them. But there's the no significance to the point they're at, you know? Yes. Although in the Okada Omega match that went 60 minutes, they did do it like that. Where Okada had hit the Rainmaker and he's getting to try to get to pin Omega, but the time limit expires before that. So, you know. Yeah, they are capable they are capable of obviously working to it in Japan. It's a style they know about. But mm. obviously that match was years after this match. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> It's look. I I want I want to be in a position where I can give a Joshi match five stars. I do. I'm not setting out, despite Lorcan's assertions. Uh, hey, I'm just I'm just stating the facts. Really? <laughs> yes. Facts, really. That's what we're calling really. That. Have you given a Joshi match five stars? I'd like to think what you're presenting have is an I alternative. Given a Joshi match five stars. Yes. Yes, you yes, have. I have. I have not. But I'm just saying, one of us is woke, one of us is noke. Oh God! <laughs> Any moral high ground you had evaporated at the end of that sentence. Any literary high ground I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, you can see the shortcomings. I think what well, we've discussed them um, within well, this yeah, I mean, about Joshi in general about how they're naturally shorter than us, and that means you know various other things. Okay, take cranial I, lobes and all that kind of nonsense. I don't know what you're telling me about. <laughs> putting a pin in the jokey stuff for it's a split sec. Have you seen? Um, there was a recent pitch <laughs> to make the goals. No, 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 no. Uh, to make the goals in women's football bigger. Bigger. And I thought were, you would have wanted to make them smaller. Um, because they were talking. Well, that it's I, harder for the goalie. Yeah, I think they were actually. I think they were talking about making it smaller. Uh, every, everyone said no. We want to be treated the same as men. And I think the jokey part was one of the strikers went. Well, actually, they could do with being a bit bigger. Typical footballer joke. Um, but yeah, there, there has been a little bit of talk about that. But thankfully, they've come out and gone no level playing field. Ironically, <laughs> you were you, you really for that. Uh... <laughs> FIFA Women's World Cup being forced to play on uh, what was it uh, AstroTurf well well you got it when you listen to it Lorcan they've got to, they've got to take the rough with the smooth literally <laughs> well they use AstroTurf in Scotland don't they for the men's game so they're being treated on a level playing field hey knife, knife there at Fort William at the base of Ben Nevis there you go <laughs> <clears throat> that's an inside joke that was off recording so sorry we've left literally everyone out uh, of the loop <laughs> so um, so a lot of this has not been me taking you very seriously 
<laughs> but um, it's um, interesting, actually, since we've been recording, uh, between those matches going out and this one, AEW have aired their pay-per-view with the six-woman Joshi match. And it appears that Joshi wrestlers will be a key part of AEW going forward in the same way that like all the Mexican and Japanese cruiserweights were to the WCW cruiserweight uh, division back in the mid-90s. It'll be very interesting to see what the current Joshi mindset is. Whether they do throw a billion moves at each other or what have you. Aja Kong, actually, who makes an appearance at the end of this match, was one of the participants in that six-woman tag. So, you know... I've just been listening to Jim Cornette's review of that event, and he said that was the moment when he uh, went to start take notes and uh, made himself a brew. <laughs> you, you were there with him? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have yet to see Double or Nothing, so I couldn't have been with him. Yeah. But when you do, fast forward! <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> um... I'm going to do the official thing. Uh, we've already given our answers. I'm not rating this five stars. No. I think any match that involves someone doing a pile driver to the outside and that barely being a problem. That bothered me a lot. Although, Especially... again, in, in Japan, a pile driver is not held with as much uh, mm. reverence. Then why expose the... Uh, like why a... expose... Take the padding off the ground mm. if you're not going to make it a meaningful spot? Mm. So yeah, I'm not going to give this uh, five stars either. Um, I will applaud the effort. I thought, and actually, I thought this was a more. This will be sacrilege. I thought this was a more impressive sixty-minute match than the Masawa Kabashi Kawada Tawe sixty-minute match. Just for what okay. they had to put themselves through. Okay, I see where you're coming from. And the and the and the challenge. I think they rose to the challenge a little bit. Not more, but I think their challenge was more difficult and they rose to it. Oh, yeah. Singles versus tag. So, yeah, that's understandable. Mm. Um, as I say, athletically, for the most part, great. Graceful. I think, as I say, there were moments where Toyota um, went beyond her limits. And I disagree, but yeah. Maybe could have curtailed it a little bit, but we, we, we come from different perspectives on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. It's just not. It's just it's there, and there's a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is it for this one. If people want to get in touch with Simon, good lord, <sighs> what they could say to you? How can they do it, Simon? <laughs> uh, they can get in touch with me on Twitter, where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free, free for hopefully. Um, the number of times all wow, fuck that was terrible let me try again uh, people can get in touch with me on twitter where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free uh, free hopefully being um, the number of tweets I have to deal with calling me a misogynist or lower ideally lower uh, but obviously you know uh, Lorcan's alternative truth has painted me in quite a corner there mm, yeah, there's no alternative to that my name is Lorcan Mullen. That is L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for Anna Howard Shaw and N for Nellie McClung. 
two high-profile women of the suffragette movements that I would suggest Simon and others take some time into reading about. That's my Twitter handle, that's my Instagram account, that's my Facebook account, that's my uh, Letterboxd account. You see all the female-led movies that I've recently been giving high ratings to, such as Olivia Wilde's Book Smart and the Viola Davis uh, starring Widows. You can't see this, but the level of which Lorcan is looking pleased with himself right now is astronomical. Some of us are just on the right side of history, Simon. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> you can get in touch with the show collectively at lmtyspod at gmail.com. I look forward to your queries. I look forward to your opinions. But until then, my name's Lorcan Mullen, and I will speak on Simon Cross's behalf as he has done for so many women in the past. Oh, to piss say. off. <laughs> My name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us mansplain for Simon. Tell you something for me. Have a five-star time. Until Filter that, baby, bump that track. Groove slam, work it back. Space cowboy, just play that track. Ga in the room, so starstruck. Cherry, 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 boom, boom. Rolling out to the club on the weekends, styling out to the beat that you're freaking. Fantasize on the track that you tweak and blow my heart up. Put your hands on my waist, pull the fader, run it back with original flavor. Cue me up, I'm the 12 on your table. I'm so starstruck. I'm so starstruck.